Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway. A question here. Um, we had a meeting earlier on before the show today uh, with the powers that be and the powers that be's uh, friends as well. It's a very high powered meeting. Yes. Uh, now, as ever, I'm, I'm generally anywhere around about two, three minutes before you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I arrived into the meeting first, sat down with the powers that be and the powers that be's friends. Can I just say my, my, my arrival formula is Richie plus five minutes. <laughs> Okay, that's how I, that's why I work, that's how I work it. That's good to know now because yeah, yeah. there's there's occasions where I'd rather the two of us turn up together. Yeah, R plus five it's called <laughs> if you want to use okay. algebra. Uh, but I sat down. I I'm just wearing a short sleeve shirt today. Yes, because inside I'm warm, but outside I've got a coat. Okay, fair play. Okay, sat down in the meeting and our boss who's in a jumper mm-hmm. with a shirt evidently underneath, had opened all the windows in the meeting room and I was freezing. And I turned to him and said, did you open all these windows? He was like, yep, yep, yep. I was a little bit warm. And I'm thinking, I'm freezing. <laughs> who's right, who's wrong? Where's the etiquette? Do you know what? Because I sat down next to you, obviously, five minutes later, and I had my coat on, mm. and I noticed you were wearing a T-shirt, and I noticed all the windows were open. Mm. And at the start of the meeting, it was quite cold in there. It was really cold in there. And my first thought was, Richie's going to catch a death. Yeah. So I think, what was the question? Who's right? Who's right? Where's he, the etiquette? Why is he opening all the windows? Because I wonder whether it's a power move. Because sometimes with, with management, you have to wonder, don't you? Well, you, to be fair, right, uh, the, the consultant that came in to, to speak to us about the show yeah. loved what he heard. He did. And he made a very good joke about us being relieved and closing all the windows. I did, yeah. So, in many ways, Paul's little you know, quirk of opening the windows served you well for a great setup for a gag. So I should be saying thank you rather than moaning. If I was you, drop him a quick email and say, I'll take it all back. <laughs> it was a great start-up for a joke. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Sorry to start uh, today, this afternoon show like this, but I am quite confused by something that's happened. Uh, you know, like, sometimes you assume things happen a certain way in life and then something pops up that makes you question everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened to me, right? So, this thing's happened to me a couple of times on the trot when I've gone into cafes around the Leon Sea area. Love a cafe. I've always loved going to cafes. Even since I was a kid and my mum used to take us to the Birkenhead Indoor Market Cafe. I think you could live in a cafe. I could live in a cafe. I love the strong tea. I love the people that you get in there. Brilliant. Salt of the earth folks. And whenever I go into a cafe, I love a jacket potato. We love jacket potatoes. We love jacket show. potatoes. You wouldn't believe this, but a lot of the times when the songs are on, more often than not, we're talking about jacket potatoes. <laughs> He's not lying. This is what we do. Um, but my favourite um, jacket potato order is, of course, cheese and beans. Yeah. It's a classic combination. I could have told you that. I'd like, I absolutely I love knew it. that. Uh, but past two times then, I've been into two different cafes in Leon C. I've ordered cheese and beans jacket potato. And what they've done, what they've brought out is cheese first, then beans on top. In right. two different cafes. Right. Now, either I've gone through my life thinking cheese and beans on a jacket potato is done a certain way and I'm wrong, or this is an Essex thing. Maybe right. it's Essex. Okay, so this is... I would love to always be able to support you and agree. You yes. Know, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're mates, and that's what that's what you do to your friends, but this is awkward. Now, you would know what my favourite um, jacket potato topping would be. It's not the beans. It's butter chicken. <laughs> no, I'm joking. He has that for every curry, but you, it was your one. It's, uh, tuna mayo. Tuna mayo, yes. Tuna mayo, always. I would put the cheese on first. What, and then what? Put the tuna mayo on top. Pump, right yeah. on top of it. Yes. Are you not missing out on the, the melty cheese moment with that? No, because the melty cheese is happening with the jacket potato. The melty cheese is not going to happen on top of a dollar for tuna mayo, is it? I know, but you're going to miss it all. You're missing it all. I mean, I mean, it's I happening taste... underneath. It's happening underneath, mate. I know it's happening in your mouth and then underneath, but you're not seeing it. Part of It's all in your eyes. You eat with your eyes. Oh, I'm going to say it. I think you're wrong. What? 
It's me, all you think the right way of having it is. Me and the last two cafes say you're wrong. Well, this, I'm starting to doubt myself now. I've always just thought, come on, cheese and beans on a jacket potato, beans, cheese thwacked on top, you watch it melt, it's the thing you see in the picture. <laughs> I don't mean going to the movies, I mean when you see a picture of it on the menu. Uh, and now I'm, I'm just starting to doubt everything. I couldn't believe it, though, when they served it with, like, they've put the cheese underneath. I started digging under just to see whether it was still there. So like, I'm having an existential crisis. Richie thinks I'm wrong. Nick, the taxi driver in Hull, is trying to be friends to us both. He says, potato, cheese, tuna. However, if it's beans, it's potato, beans, then cheese. Yes. So it melts into the beans and the chilli sauce. Well, this is it. It's, it's, like I said earlier on, you eat with your eyes sometimes. It's all about the spectacle. Ash says, I'm listening to you on the radio whilst driving home. I had a row once in Leamington Spa. <laughs> Uh, asked for beans and cheese in that order. He put the cheese on, then covered it in the beans. I refused it, and he wouldn't give me another one unless I ate that one. <laughs> you two would get on. I would. I, I agree with him now. I like <laughs> him sticking to his principles. Uh, Tanya, on the uh, big t- uh, debate, uh, potato debate, where do you stand? It has to be cheese before beans, because otherwise the cheese is all hard still. It doesn't melt. What? So you agree with Richie's angle that, uh, that the, the cheese is tucked away under the hot beans there, which is which I think is madness. No, that is the right way to do it, Bush. Sorry. Wow, she's very, very clear about this, isn't she, Tanya? Tanya, do please <laughs> stay there, because uh, maybe you'll be able to back me up as I put another question uh, to the accused here. Uh, Bush, do you put a slit in your jacket potato? That's a very personal question. <laughs> I do. What, do you, like, cut it across ways? Yes, to then put butter in. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So then the next thing, as Tanya and I are both saying, is to then put in the cheese, and that's going to melt as well. It's going to join the melting pot, shall we say. If you love Tanya so much, then why didn't you marry her? <laughs> Sorry, Tanya's very childish. But I'm backed into a corner. Come out fighting, Bush. That's the way forward. Little pep talk there from Tanya. I'm back on the game. Couldn't fight his way out of a paper bag, Tanya. Uh, just to clarify, back in the game, not on the game. That's something entirely different. <laughs> Sorry, Tanya. We'll let you go. Bye-bye. Night, guys. Uh, we've got a guy on the line called Sam who's insisted on being put through because he reckons we're both wrong. Richie wow. actually thinks the cheese goes under the beans. Yeah. So, Sam, what are you saying? Well, it's not cheese first or beans first. You have your beans in the microwave or the pot, then you grate your, when it's done, you grate your cheese into the beans, mix it up, pour it on the potato, best way. Wow, so rather than having them split apart and then assembled on top of the jacket potato, you're saying mix it all together in one big bowl, tip it on top? Yeah, it's the best way, by far. Sam, that's uh, that's something that neither of us had con- uh, considered. Now, I'm wondering whether that works for, selfishly, my preferred topping, which is tuna and cheese and mayo. Yeah. So if I mixed up the tuna mayo and then put the cheese in with that, would that, would that same system be employed? It'd either be genius or the worst thing you've ever tried in your life. Also, my second favourite topper as well, and that's how I would do that as well, yeah. Mix it up. Mix oh. the cheese in. Do I respect about the Scots? You Scottish guys, people, the Scots listening yeah. to this show, you're always pushing the boundaries yeah. in little food ways, whether yes. it's deep-frying Mars bars or haggis with your breakfast. You're always on the edge. Yeah, yeah, we know how to do it, yeah. Haggis potato, how about that? Haggis and potato. <laughs> you were doing well. <laughs> now you might have pushed it too far. Yeah. Good to talk to you, Sam. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. Happy birthday, just in case he's listening, probably not, uh, to uh, my six-year-old Rocco. Uh, sixth birthday today. Uh, yesterday on the show, you might have heard the uh, quandary that I had about the birthday cake that it was responsible for me to buy on the way home yesterday. He wanted a cheeky monkey cake from Asta. Cheeky, cheeky monkey. As an adult, 
I know that the king of birthday cakes that you can buy from a shop is, of course, your Colin the Caterpillar from Marks and Spencers. It's an office favourite. <laughs> exactly. So I'm thinking I can get that from Liverpool Street, M&S, on the way home. Job done. Don't have to go out and set a trip in the car. Guy, I've forgotten about it until you said it. Do you remember a guy who got in touch last night to say to you to eat the face off Colin, then draw a monkey back on the front of it? Something that I was thinking about on the train on the way home. Well, it got really dark last night, didn't <laughs> it? It really did. I was thinking, I could be sat here eating the face <laughs> off of Colin the Caterpillar <laughs> with my fellow community is judging me. <laughs> but, uh, having mentioned it as an aside on this show yesterday, oh, the torrent of abuse that I received. Dog's abuse, I think would be the phrase. Dog's abuse, all sorts of people telling me, it's his birthday, he should have what he wants. Uh, so, look, I'm not an ogre, I'm not a monster. I bought him the Asda cheeky monkey cake, and that is what he's probably tucking into right now. So did you go after work last night to do that? Or did you go this morning? What was, what was the scenario? Uh, I realised that there was a window of opportunity after dropping him off on the school run this morning, so I picked it up this morning, got home with it. was incredulous to see that it said on the box, serves 18. What? 18 mice, maybe, but that does not serve 18 adults, I'll tell you. That's good value for, say, what must have been, what, six, seven quid or something? It was a little bit more than that. Really? Somewhat north, but anyway, it's his birthday, I hope he enjoys it. That's good, that's very diplomatic of you. (laughs) You did get a lot of abuse last night, I felt quite bad for you, do you know what I mean? When you were a kid, did you dictate what cake you're having? I think the whole birthday birthday cake game has changed. Yes. These days, kids, you know, they'll be able to say, oh, I'm really into this. So they get, you know, he, he loves all his animals and all that kind of stuff. That's why he wanted a cheeky monkey cake. Cheeky, cheeky monkey. Doesn't happen as an adult, does it? Well, I, I would love, personally, I mean, I'm not dropping hints here because I'm not a big fan of the whole birthday thing, but if, if someone was going to make me a cake based on something that I love most in my life, obviously, I don't want trying to recreate people trying to recreate Katie she wouldn't want that in cake form that weird <laughs> I wouldn't want to eat her head or so that'd be strange but uh, a dice or a board game board, uh, like birthday cake would be good a dice birthday cake it's a cube man. imagine a cube like a bit like with or <laughs> a board right, game even I could make a cube cake go on then if you were going to have a, a birthday cake for you based on something that you love in your life what would it be lawnmower a lawnmower cake yeah it's nearly March <laughs> Sit, it'll be on, lawn season again. Sit on or push along. A ride on cake, yeah. What about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Richie Firth, Wrecking Ball. Uh, so, why do adults not get the chance to have the things that we're into made as cakes? Well, John did. John, tell us. So, it's from my 50th birthday. It was in the shape of an Adidas shoebox. <laughs> okay. It's just a, sh- a box cake, basically. It, it's basically, basically a rectangular box, yeah, in there. If you didn't know any better, you, could, you 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 would have taken the lid off and taken a pair of shoes out. So we're, we're taking from this that you couldn't take sort of like a top layer of sponge off, and inside was a nice pair of Stan Smiths. Uh, un- unfortunately, not. No, unfortunately, not. Stan Smiths would have been great though. But um, I've, I've got plenty plenty of them to go around. But um, but no. So this is I've something you're into then, right? You you've got a yeah, passion yeah, for I these mean, things. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm digging a little bit into Adidas trainers, so I've got a few pairs kicking about, but. Um, I thought it would be a good idea to get a cake made, so... Just to confirm, you're into the trainers, not the the trainer boxes. He loves the boxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just loads of empty boxes laid <laughs> about everywhere. Them. Love all the, the, the paper that you get, taking the, the you know, the, the yeah, squashed yeah. together paper in the toe, putting yeah. that in the box. Yeah, just, loads of, loads, my bin's just full of trainers, just loads of empty boxes laid about the house. Hates the trainers, keeps the boxes. But, yeah, like, yeah. you make no, a good no. point, though, John. I, I mean, this is what we were saying earlier on. It's a shame that grown-ups don't get cakes based on what they love in their yeah. life. Do you know what I mean? We should do it more. It is, it is, absolutely, it, it is. I mean, who, who doesn't love cake? 
I'd end the show there, John, to be quite frank. Spot on. The noise of the past. It's Bush and Ritchie's Sound of the Decades. Absolute Radio 60s. Right then, so we have isolated a very specific sound from the 1960s. If you listen to Absolute Radio 60s, this is your big moment. What is this song sound? (laughs) What song is that? It's a short one. Very short song. Uh, Dave might not know the song, but he thinks he knows the sound. Hello, Dave, how are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Dave, can we inquire as to what you've been doing with your day today? Uh, I've been working from home. I've been very busy today. Really? Is that a nudge wink? Very busy working from home? We're talking tracky bottoms, Dave? Uh, not quite tracky bottoms, no, but uh, no, very busy. I think it was a nudge wink. I think there's a nudge wink going on there. And then, like, what, what kind of line of work are you in, Dave? Uh, I work for a construction company. How do you do construction from home, then? How's that work? Oh, it's, it's quite tricky. You do it all through the computer. I reckon. Uh, one word. Everyone does it this way. Quotes. It's, do, you didn't quote him. I do. You know what I think. I think he's. I think he's playing The Sims. <laughs> I think he's done that thing where he's be, he's got his Sims and then he's he's built a bit where you can't get out of a swimming pool and they're just swimming for infinity. And loosely telling people he's constructing. Things. I'm, I'm in construction business. He was he was in tears when he got burgled. Remember in The Sims he had a burglar. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. Dave, let's have a truthful answer on this one. Uh, what right. radio station do you listen to Home Time with? Nineteen uh, seventies. Wow. Absolute Radio 1970s. Does what it says on the tin. It does. Dave, this is a sound from the 1960s. Uh, You might be aware of it. Uh, There we go. Uh, What is that sound of the decade? Well, it sounds exactly like the toys that I used to get in the 60s, which was a spirograph, which was a a little disc that you uh, put your pen in and it had these funny shapes, and it made a noise just like that. Sure, I remember having one of them for Christmas. If any kids now moan about, like, oh, that's toys, no, I, don't, I don't want that on my tablet, have a think about some of the, the rot that we used to play with when I was a kid. Do you remember getting that? And thinking, I do. What's the point in that? <laughs> yes. It's just a big squiggle. <laughs> a really elaborate word and a big squiggle. It's a good suggestion, though. Very, very vivid memories of that. Let's find out if it's a good one. You're a loser, and uh, you have lost. It was a good guess, though. Yes, we're not laughing oh, yeah. at it like we did yesterday's stylus, which we still feel bad about. Dave, so uh, don't worry about that. We'll, we don't want to keep you. Let, let's let you get back to your Sims, because we know you're doing a fantastic <laughs> loft conversion. <laughs> good to talk to you, Dave. Sound of the Decades back again tomorrow. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Bonus day tomorrow. We've teamed up with Hidden London at the London Transport Museum to send Listener Ray underground uh, to Down Street Tube Station. That's what he said he wanted to do with his extra day in 2024 because it's the leap year day tomorrow. Right, we've got someone called Chris on the line who our producer tells us needs to warn us about something about tomorrow. Uh, Chris, what's your intel? Well, let's just say there were many, many reports of a hauntings or sightings within the London Underground stations, tubes, trains and so on. Um, if you actually use Google or any of them sort of search engines, you'll actually find there's lots and lots of sightings well, in the underground. And what are your credentials on this, Chris? Have you been, have you been down into these tunnels yourself? Um, I am an ex-London Underground employer. I was a train driver for nearly 39 years. Wow. wow! And how many ghosts and ghoulies did you see? I've seen a couple of, um, let's just say, sightings. I wouldn't say they're ghosts or ghoulies, but definitely sightings. 
and things that you just can't explain. Well, well give us an example. What kind of things did you see? Um, shadows, um, figures. Hank Marvin. On the ends of platforms at dark. Oh, yeah. Hank Marvin. Um, but, yeah, there were some, de- there's some definitely some uh, things down there. And as I say, if you Google it and have a look yourself, I mean, there's even television programmes um, I've seen on some of the, like, um, documentary channels that actually go down there and they f- film within the tunnels. We're going right. to Down Street tomorrow. Uh, is is oh, that God. one of the ones that you've 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 heard of? I don't know whether I should be asking this. Careful question. what you say, here, Chris, because <laughs> this could be a, a big thing for tomorrow. Poor old Ray getting the day cancelled. <laughs> um, let's just say um, it's widespread throughout the whole of the underground. And obviously, as it's disused tunnels, they're more likely to be quiet, and uh, there might be a few residents down there to meet you. Oh my word! I mean, ghosts have got to get out around somewhere, haven't they? Yes. But they just pop up exactly. at stately homes <laughs> out the blue. So, wow, so that has changed things. I mean, we were just saying in the first hour of the show that we were a little bit apprehensive going down these tunnels because it's going to be dark down there. You've taken it to the next level, Chris. And you've been worried about the rats. I've been worried about rats. Now we're... we're oh, we're... There's, there's, there's rats the size of small cats down there. Right, OK. <laughs> let's, let's get Chris off. He's not really helping us. Good to talk to you, Chris. Thank you. No problem. Speak soon, guys. The Daily Takeaway. Still receiving messages about adult birthday cakes. Why should kids only have cakes made into the things they're into? Adults should as well. I think there's a better phrase than adult birthday cakes. Yeah, grown-up cakes. That that works. (laughs) Do that. Uh, This is going back to what we were talking about earlier on. Walt from Trovegas, a.k.a. Trowbridge, my old hometown, he says Bush should have his birthday cake in the shape of a jacket spud with beans and cheese, but beans first. (laughs) I know, it'd be great. It's something that I love. Amanda says, I have a cake made in the shape of my dog. I also had a tractor cake made for my dad. See, that's so much better than just getting a run-of-the-mill old Colin the Caterpillar. No offence to Colin. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So that's it. That's it for the Daily Takeaway for today. One of the things that came out of our high-powered meeting that we had earlier on, uh, we had a, a high-powered international radio consultant Oh yeah, uh, come and talk to us. And he said at the end of the uh, podcast... Get rid of producer Adem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry, that wasn't that. He said, do you ever, at the end of the podcast... A, tell people what's coming up on tomorrow's podcast or show, and B, do you tell them that you can listen to the show live on the radio if you want? And we were like, no, not really, to either of those. (laughs) Yeah, because first question, no, we don't know what's coming on tomorrow. Make it up as we go along. Uh, And two, surely if we tell all this lot, there's a live version of the show, our podcast numbers plummet. Yeah, it'll be like one or the other, won't it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So where does that leave us at this stage? Well, you find out on the show tomorrow, 4 till 7pm on Absolute Radio. Perfect tease, mate. Perfect tease.